WWE is no dog park. Yeah, and you picked the wrong master these past two weeks in that mutt, Becky Lynch. <laughs> oh, it's such good shit. <laughs> It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! What? It's me, Austin! It was me all along, Austin! Damn, I cannot believe it. Yeah, so it was a shorter one this week because I already had one made that we can't use on here for copyright reasons, but we'll use it on Twitter later. So, there may be a spoiler in that one. We'll save for later. There may be a little review of something that happened 20 years ago on Friday. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Friday, WWE (laughs) Super Showdown. Gordo and Fitz, how are the men? Nick, once again, deceased. Dead for now, he might rise from the ashes in about uh 30 odd minutes. Was oh, he actually gonna make it? Possibly, possibly he's working, working, working till eight, so depends how quickly he's dearly beloved can get him from work to home. Okay, mighty, mighty, mighty. Now, how's the crack fits? Yeah, sore, but he told me he loved me. Mm, route one, as yeah. expected. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Didn't even uh, decide to lube up before they decided to fuck me. Oh, uh, yeah. So that sets the tone for any new listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So Bareback, bitches. We we teased it last week because we said, you know what, if it gets any worse, or any, it's not, not that it's awful, it's just that it's nothing. There's just a giant nothing burger at the moment. We said, you know what we'll do? We'll see if something cool happened in Raw in 98 or 99 on this week, and then we'll do that. And it just so happened... That the higher power was revealed. So we thought we'd have a look at that after some of the good parts. And then what are we doing afterwards? The extremist rules predictions later, is it? Yeah. Return of the Jedi, extremist rules, all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. That's that's the day set for us now. That's the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. Oh, what you make of this Ring of Honor crack? This thing with Bully Ray. A, f- a, f- a fan tweeted that uh, he was just being a fan and that he was cheering the good guys and booing the bad guys and then what's her name Mandy Leon and what's Bubba, Ra- Bubba Ray's wife's name Angelina Love Vel- uh, Velvet Sky Velvet Sky the other one uh, the other one uh, they had said that he was going over the top and he was making sexually explicit comments and all this sort of shite. So security tapped this guy in the shoulder and he was brought backstage, wasn't told where he was going, brought into a room where Bully Ray was waiting and he was berated and told him, go be a fan. There's all sorts of conflicted stories, but uh, everyone has jumped to this guy's defence, including Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer going, uh you know <laughs> this guy this is what what this guy is saying is 100% true he said he can't speak to what happened backstage but in the crowd he's heard from a lot of people that everything this guy said is true and he's completely just going along with the show mm-hmm. but who knows 
the reality is that when you hear stories like this, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, you probably. Know, we, I think, like I, I'm not as familiar with Bubba Ray's earlier work as you guys might be. You know, old man Steve can testify to his ECW. Oh, he was shenanigans. Uh, he was a gentleman, and never, <laughs> never once did the Dudley boys cause riots purely with microphones. Always, always a champion of women's rights, and never once did he ever tell someone that uh, her mother taught her to suck dick. Yeah, yeah, with Joel Gartner there at this at the time. As much as I love Joel Gartner, he couldn't get over today. <laughs> no. He would be you. You would actually bring back the days of people being chased out of arenas with knives. <laughs> yeah, better times. <laughs> oh God. But like the the, the 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 fun the funny side I I think of all this is you know the, the censorship you know wrestling is great for for many reasons one of which is the ability for fans to know what's too much and very rarely go there so you know we're all well able to be part of the show but we've all been at shows where people go too far as well so there is a part of me which does believe that they possibly might have said one or two things that might have gone beyond the realms of appropriateness but knowing these lovely ladies that work in ring of honor they're not exactly uh, strangers to being told certain things i would imagine Mm. and mandy leone is married to the head booker and cannot work the last time i checked so (laughs) and imagine anyway look it is what it is but like at least you know I said to you in the chat earlier when I first heard about this you know I gave Bubba Ray a little bit of props for how he handled it and I still kind of hold a little candle to that because you know it's not like he tried to shake him down or muscle him out or you know rough him up it was a a common sense approach to an issue that didn't need any common sense applying to it if you know what I mean like Mm. he at least at least he kind of handled it in a right way he probably didn't want to do anything about it I would imagine his balls were being strung up by uh, Velvet Sky so he was probably made do something and to be fair we've all been in situations where we do things for a quiet life that's true buying a pizza shaking someone down backstage Um, I I don't know for me it raises questions about the security one way or the other I mean, surely they should have just, if he did overstep the mark like they're claiming he did, why wasn't he just thrown out of the building? Why are you bringing him backstage? This isn't like the 70s or 80s in the era of litigation, especially in the States now. What in the fuck were they doing bring this lad backstage? Yeah. Anything could have gone wrong. They could have, but that's why I'm giving Bubba Ray a little bit of props here because even from reading your man's story, you know, he wasn't familiar with what was about to happen, but I don't think reading it that he ever felt like he was in danger of physical assault. So it was probably a case of where they wanted to have a quiet word with him. Could they have done it in a more uh, normal and reasonable manner? Absolutely. But I don't think they handled it too wrong. Ultimately, you could, you, you could have had security come up to him ringside and said, hey, calm the fuck down, which is what would happen 99% of the time if someone steps beyond the mark. He could have got himself a nice little payout if he was if he was to happen to trip over a cable somewhere backstage where he's not <laughs> insured to be. Do you know what I mean? I think there's people in Ireland who would find a way to do that. That make a few pound out of it. Oh look, a swing! <laughs> Tapping out of that one. Just gonna moving, move on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I had another one during the week, which I'll tell you that, that another one, another time, I should say. Um. Yeah, don't hook it to my veins. That's what I say. Yeah. There's literally nothing going on this week. Like, nothing. 
It's just one of those weird dead weeks where that was the only story. Now, the other big story is something we can't talk about because you don't want spoilers, but the Best of the Super Juniors final was on today and Moxley debuted in New Japan. Uh, I think we so can talk about it now if if you want to. I'm I'm okay with getting spoilers depending on what Gordo wants to do. He can. Are you? Uh, I wouldn't mind, but I'm wary of people listening. That's what I'm going to check. Generally, it's something we generally don't do, so I'd be wary of spoiling shit on people who, because it's, it's no reason. Be... Like if it was yesterday, I would have said fair enough. But since it's today, I think maybe we should. Um, do you know what we'll do? We'll just I'll put it in. Uh, for just the mox match, we'll leave the final off. If people wa- who had people, if anyone had watched, uh, I can't see. I know Rory didn't watch any of the best of super juniors. I'm wondering if Rian has watched it, and the plus one elsewhere. I don't want to spoil it on them as well. Um, we won't say anything about the final, but if they tell us, we're okay with it. Already read it. Rory said, "Rian, what about you? Are you okay with a spoiler?" Um, we'll move on for now, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the only thing was, yeah, the one thing we can say, it's not much of a spoiler. Juice's locks, they're gone. He cut that gloriously colourful dreadlocks. They're all gone. Yeah, because he was... Cut now. He was worried he was starting to look too much like No Way Jose, and he might get dragged <laughs> into a fucking feud for the 24-7 title. <laughs> uh, I can't see much there. Rory knows the result anyway, so it's all good. Uh, Rian hasn't said anything, so I don't want to say anything, if, unless no, he tells me otherwise. Yeah, um... Such good shit. Oh, do you know what? Such good shit. It's one thing I did say to you earlier that's not any kind of a spoiler. I watched the gifs of the final and it was just smooth. All these cool high spots being done. Smooth as butter. And you compare that to that Charlotte and Lacey Evans match on Raw, which was just <laughs> all elbows and knees. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. How did that happen? Yeah. Did you see the rumour that came out about it was that apparently they were told to go out and do essentially like a shoot style fight insofar as make it look as brawly and scrappy as possible mm, which is just rough. something that you don't have in WWE you if you haven't done it on the indies for years beforehand you're not going to get taught how to do that in WWE so yeah, yeah and by god did it look god awful this hurt this hurt the two of them well not much is going to hurt Charlotte. She's going to get her title shots one way or the other, but it really hurt Lacey. And from what I can see from watching that match, it looked like Lacey was at fault for nearly all of them. Oh, yeah. But didn't they? she never wrestled before stepping into the performance center. She's never had big matches. A lot of her stuff, mm. I'd say, has been planned out so much. Even if you look at who she's been in against so far, they haven't left her exposed to a situation where she could get found out too much. Like Becky and Natalia have been the people she's been in with the most. And even yeah, and the Becky fair, match was not great. So Yeah. No, and to be fair, like one thing we have noticed before with Charlotte is that she she's good, but she's only good when she's with other people that are good. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that before about her either. She's never she's never gonna she's not gonna bread hearted and drag a fucking five star match out of someone, but if you put her in there with someone else who's good, she's gonna she's gonna have a good show with like. Rory is saying that he was at Lacey's first ever NXT match as well. How Sean Phoenix? Oh wow! Oh, God, yeah, we, we, we. Uh, yeah. How did that go? Uh, Rian is spoiled up, so we can talk about the Moxley match if you're cool with it. Yeah, go with it. Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna watch it either tonight or tomorrow morning, one way or the other. Anyway, so Are you sure, Fitz? Yep, go for it. New IWGP US Champion John Moxley. Oh, yeah. 
uh, in a brawl. It was good. It was a fight. Went about 25, 26 minutes as well. Wow. Uh, yeah. They give him a. <laughs> he was gassed by the end. You give him, but you see at the end when he's, you know, they're, just, you know, they zoom in on them, and one guy has, you know, the ice pack on his head and all that sort of stuff, and he just goes fuck straight into the camera. <laughs> but, but his gear is jarring. He's in like Goldberg type trunks, black knee pads, and small running yeah. shoes, like up to his ankles. You're never gonna get over just wearing black. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Uh, it's odd you know you're used to them in the in the jeans or the whatever it is you know the usual shit he had an earring in for the whole match as well I was expecting that to be factored in somehow but they had a spot where they're brawling up the entranceway and remember the rumble in is it 2000 or 99 I can't remember uh, where Jeff Hardy you know the one in the Ma- in Madison Square Garden with the taxi hanging above the ramp pretty sure yeah, it was 2000 something yeah. like that yeah um, he did a he did a similar thing it's a similar entrance Ray just without the taxi and Juice did a senton off that onto Moxley and all the young boys but he either they came too close or he overshot it and he landed mm. on his tailbone <laughs> yeah he, they got most he got most of it um but yeah, uh, his knock, they did the thing Rian's on about it there. He bit his, uh, he bit uh, juice above his eye and then started pounding it with his knuckles to bust him open. It's pretty oh. brutal. Yeah, and then nice. he kept bite, biting him and all sorts. And there's one, he has him in like a clove relief or something later in the match. And uh, uh, Mox or Juice's way to get out of that was to turn him around and then bite him on the face. It's it's fucking crazy. It's a, it's a good match. Lots of spots. Hmm. Um, and as I sent I put it up on the Twitter page earlier if you want to have a look at it it's, there's no spoiler but El Fantasmo has an insane spot uh, <laughs> you know the old school the thing the Undertaker does he walks across the yeah. table whoever he's tagging with or whatever the hell was going on goes to try and clothesline him as he's walking across the thing but he jumps over the guy's clothesline and lands oh, back on the ropes oh my god I just saw it's it it's insane my it god insane <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't explain it yet. Go on to the Atube Wrestling page and look at it. I, there's no spoilers on it. I just reiterated two cool spots, that's all. That is incredible. Yeah, I've never oh, seen anything like it. I have never seen anything like it. It's amazing. The oh. balance. I, just, <laughs> I know I just, you have to use your man. Go on. I just decided to look at the other gif you retweeted as well. Yeah, we were. Which one was the, that again? Uh, Shingo. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, wow so uh, <clears throat> the lads are staying spoiler free on the final re in there anyway so just be careful where you mention Osprey and such um, I actually don't know the result of that myself but, uh, yowie wowie yowie fucking wowie uh, but yeah Rory is right Juice is phenomenal he was fucking brilliant here again no AJ Styles um, is phenomenal well they all are don't they all have lovely bottoms don't they all, look at, uh, <laughs> they all have phenomenal careers I uh I must have a look at the rest of the show or the main events. Apparently, what is that with that dog? How is it so loud, Fitz? There you go. <clears throat> uh, apparently, Jay White and Tanahashi have heard it described as their best match to date. Oh, so I'm looking forward to watching that too. Did uh, they have had quite good matches? Yes, and Tanahashi all Ooh. healed up. <clears throat> um, but the Brock cash in Gordo. Yowie, fucking wowie. I stayed up for Raw because I wanted to see how this would go down. <laughs> they got us. They did get us to watch live. Uh, the whole story, the story about all of this was Steph and the company are upset about Lesnar disrespecting 
the the briefcase, the money in the bank briefcase, or the the idea behind the briefcase, as they sell merch with Brock Party on it after him turning it into a boombox. But whatever. Um, you have a shot of the of the um of the loading bay to get into the building with an ambulance there. Jesus, those dogs! And Nikki isn't even there. <laughs> Actually, um, they'll go nuts again in five minutes when he gets home. Oh Christ! Finger on the mute button there, Fitzy. Um, yeah see they show you an ambulance so you kind of know what's going to happen you just know something that's going on Um, during Ms. TV a car pulls up with Brock and Paul Brock goes for the arena but then instead of that he goes backstage he says no I'll come out later on and then we have a new nickname boys Corey or Cole I can't remember who said it the purveyor of paranoia is making Rollins wait (laughs) I should have closed my laptop there in protest they come up with this shit anyway <sighs> you had loads uh, of shots of Brock getting ready oh, oh yeah but it got really good though that's the good thing <clears throat> there was lots of shots of Brock you know getting ready all night then the top of the third hour Rollins is out Brock's music hits no Brock uh, Rollins wants the mind games to stop they tell us uh, then Corbin comes out and then there's some atrocious promos back and forth then there's a brawl but Brock music hits again Rollins is distracted end of days I can't remember, was that just a beatdown or a match? You might have to remind me. I think it was beat just down. a yeah. beatdown. Because they have the match at Stoning Grounds this Friday. <laughs> Stoning Grounds. Uh, but Brock comes out with a ref then, and a chair, and Paul with the contract. He's mm-hmm. a low, bow, low blow, and then he beat the sweet, merciful fuck out of Rollins with a chair. Oh, I enjoyed this. Oh my this. God. Those chair shots. Jesus Christ. I enjoyed um, this greatly. I took him to Suplex City. Paul is screaming at him to, for the cash in. Brock says, not now. Sends him outside. F5, not now. Back in. More heavy chair shots. Once again, Paul is screaming at him. Brock, now, now, cash it in. What are you doing? Not now. And Paul is just beside himself. When? German suplex, not now. It went on and on like that. And then Brock says, Friday. Friday, because he wants to get down on Friday. Got a cash in on Friday. <laughs> and then he grabs the belt, throws it at Seth and leaves. But then he goes up the ramp and Paul is still pleading with him. Cash it in now, cash it in now. And then Brock is back down with the case, attacks him with the case, then a chair. And then he leaves listening to his boombox briefcase. And then you had the uh, the crowd, you know, they did the whole medical staff out, the crowd of silent, the stretcher. And uh, the one, my favourite part, the first shot after the super serious beatdown was a guy holding a replica belt, yawning. That <laughs> was absolutely hilarious. You're not, you're not, if you didn't like that, it isn't for you. You know what I mean? Just go to something else. You're not a real wrestling fan. <laughs> That's it. <probably laughs> um, but yeah, and then they were in their super, super serial voices then with Becky. The nice little touch that Becky uh, there for Rollins as he'd been carted off, which was a nice little touch, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Touch, touch, please. <laughs> what are you? Oh, Rian, you cheeky bastard. I must have a look. But Fitz, this beatdown was uh, legendary. It was much to my liking. This is the sort of shit we need. This is good shit. Yep. Oh, that's good shit, pal. <laughs> it is good shit. <laughs> Plus, uh, to be fair, fuck me, Rollins, he took a whooping. He got busted open from a chair shot, he as in to the back. Ah, yeah. he's off to Robot Town. Yeah. Robo fits. Uh, <laughs> it's such good shit. Uh, it's such good shit. <clears throat> um, 
yeah, Gordo, this is this is actually well. I think he's cashing in on Kofi. I think yeah. that's where we're going here. What do you yeah. think? Swerve. Yeah. I still think it's not happening. No cash in. I still think it's happening the first week of the fo- uh, the first SmackDown on Fox. I'm standing by it. But then they won't do the gimmick cash in. They'll do a here's my briefcase. I want a match because they'll want the more sports feel. No, because I think if you do that the first week, people will tune in the second. How do you mean to the gimmick cash in? As in do do, do, do down and. Yeah, uh, give it cash in or, whoever is champ on SmackDown because let's be honest, it's probably not going to be Kofi in October. Um, whoever is the champ is going to be down, and it's going to be your main event segment. Everyone thinks it's going off the air. I'd even flash up the logo. I'd NXT it. I'd flash the logo on the screen in the corner, and as that hits, then the music and bang, Brock comes in one F five pins new champ going off the air. That'll get people in for the second week. Because I think they're going to be worried about the fact that people might tune in for the first week when they realize there's wrestling back on Fox. With the quality of product they're putting out now, how many will stay for week two? Like, that's going to put butts in seats. <laughs> people will stay People will stay for the name that is Lesnar on Fox. So I think that's yeah. going to... So that's that's my logic in it. And you consider the relationship Lesnar and UFC had for so long, you know, that he's a known entity to people who would be looking at Fox all the time or whatever, but... It's uh, it all logical. It's all logical, so it won't happen. Yep. But, uh, this, yeah. you see, that's why. Uh, can we clip that actually? Because I need that for proof for when I uh, are as a proof of work when I apply for that creative job. That's been open for the last month. <laughs> yeah, Rian saying Daniel Cormier comes out and challenges him. I think Cormier is going to be a commentator on Fox when they go there. I really do. He was yeah. in the performance center training for it and everything. So I don't know if they put him on NXT for a couple of months, but Cormier, Cormier, and, Cormier and McAfee on a pre-show together—that's what we will get. And please, for the love of all that is holy, get rid of Corey Graves off one of them. Pick one show for Corey Graves. I can't listen to him five hours a week. And get rid of Renee Old as well. Yeah. Well, you know I mean it wasn't too different for Moxley in New Japan today. They had Chris Charlton there, so he was just as, <laughs> just as effective as uh, oh, Renee Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh how I hate him so Oh god You're such Gordo. a hater I'm not I just like what I like And hate what you hate <laughs> Hate what I hate I, I don't marmite anything It's just I fucking hate it or I love it <laughs> So um, are we Are we it. Are we 2-1 split on whether or not we're getting a Brock Friday Bundaroo This Friday <laughs> <laughs> Yes um, What else Go are you going to do with Brock then do you know what I mean at, at the at the Saudi sundown? He's going to come out to try and cash in on Rollins, and Roman is going to come out for the save to stop the cash in. Oh God, Rollins or Roman and Brock again? Please God, no! <sighs> Telling it. Oh, Were they trying to? Is was this beatdown done because Brock was appearing as a babyface over the weekend? Because like all the McMahons are against him now, that makes him a good guy. And then they were like, well, what are we going to do? Well, better try and murder Rollins and see what happens. But that's not really going to change. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rollins, no matter how much they want to position him as such, he's not a baby face. He's face, but he's not a baby face. I don't think he ever will be. He's a better heel. He really is. That laugh is a heel's laugh. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, have him F5 a camel. That's a good idea, Ian. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be just as diplomatic as what Donald Trump said today in Ireland, but whatever. Oh, what did he say? Oh, he was, they were on about Brexit and all this sort of shit, but I've just seen the quote. It was like, well, you'll get your wall or border. And then, like, Leo had to be in and be like, well, we don't actually want an actual wall. I'm like, please, it's, it's, please don't bring up anything to do with borders and walls in this country, for the love <laughs> of fuck. Are you on drugs? Shut your mouth. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> Oh, good God. I'm not to mention of F5 and a camel. I'm thinking back to remember that ad for like SummerSlam where they had Brock F5 a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck didn't they do that for the ad for this one? Why don't... Are they just going to have Brock eliminate 49 other men in this 50-man battle royal? And How uh, many are what? getting eliminated in the first minute? That should be our fucking wild card. 16. That, that should be that should be our wild card, our, our tiebreaker, is how many people get eliminated within the first 60 seconds. Because like, it's dangerous. It's a 50-man battle royal, which means they're in the ring at the same time. And you're going to have that fucking Yokozuna-looking lad. And, oh, yeah. Um, fucking Babatunde the Giant and whoever else. Fucking Macho Man's going to be in it this year. I'm looking forward to seeing Babatunde back. He's, oh, my God, lads. Bugenhagen. Is he going to make the battle royal? Ah, <laughs> oh, well, Rick Rick Boobs or whatever they're called. Rick, Rick, Rick Boobs. boobs. <laughs> Rick Boobs, sorry. I'm boobs. hoping that's only a temporary fucking name change because he is with, uh, he's been recruited by Robbie E or whatever right. his name is in NXT uh, for part of his entourage because Robbie E is working as a manager, which is, is a perfect gonna, role for him, it, really. Is this going to end up with him and Stokely Hathaway kind of having rival uh, clients? Is that where they're going with that whole thing? Oh, I, I know hope we've so. gone way off topic here, but yeah, but we're avoiding talking about like oh well, yeah. we're probably not going to talk about much of the bad shit. But no, uh, yeah, no. I hope it does go with two rival factions, and then on dispute, we just come in and clear them all out anyway, because that's what they do. And then it was me, Stokely Hathaway. It was ah, me son of a bitch, <laughs> Gordo. How uh, can you talk to me about the Firefly Funhouse at length? Because I'm <laughs> going to play your music. Yowie, wowie. I don't even know what to say about this. This is the greatest. It was oh so good. The greatest thing on TV this week. Oh, easily, easily. Um, Close second with the Brock and Rollins thing. Yeah, was it? We have Bray shows up in his gym gear. Uh, reminds me of one of the gymnasties for those OTT fans out there. Um, and then uh, he throws to his friend Huskus the pig boy, who's busy eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he keeps saying how uh, he wants more and that it feels good in his pink little piggy belly. Because uh, Huskus, Huskus is a, a fan accent. of... <laughs> yeah, don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. Especially don't make me run, I'm full of chocolate. Um, <laughs> uh, Bray is there trying to talk to him then about, uh, you know, the, the pitfalls of gluttony and... It's going to come back to bite him in the tail one day. And, hey. uh, he said they'll say he's a genius and he, he has the whole world in his hands. Oh, it's just such so good. And uh, then the boss decides to show up uh, and that's his whole to get his act together. The boss. Um, which is the meme for this week. <laughs> If Brock and the Boombox was last week, the meme this week is the puppet Vince McMahon with the devil horns coming into the house. Oh, it was so good. Uh, oh. Such good shit. But um, it's like, it's such good shit, but he goes over and he, he comes in and wants them both to get their act together. And then he comes over and just, he goes, and then you're, you're, 
Yowie, wowie. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> stupid. Oh. And then we and have then, the montage. <laughs> yeah, the workout montage to get uh, what Huskus the pig boy back in yeah. shape. His milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Uh, and uh, pull up the pants, pull up your pants, and do the muscle man dance. <laughs> I had to type the notes for this, and if any if anyone found these on my phone, <laughs> these are stored somewhere on a Google server. Me typing these words. <laughs> oh, it's the scratchings of a madman! <laughs> wow, Huskus, we're ready for a night on the town. So good. Firefly Funhouse. I hope Brain never comes out. It's week after week of Firefly Funhouse if they're this good. Oh, so good. But what do they actually do with him? What happens? What's his debut? Does he come out as the devil? What do they call him? Uh, they had a name on it the, when he's in the mask. The demon? Not the demon. That's Balor. Not the demon. Like, it's... Uh, you know what I mean. The fiend or something, something ridiculous. But something like, yeah, it is, uh, that sounds familiar, actually. The fiend. That's it's something like that. One of the guys will tell us. Um, but yeah, what did, does he come out as the Mister Rogers red jumper guy and then just <laughs> oh, turn on someone? <coughs> I don't know. I'd have him do that, yeah. I'd have him come out just absolutely fine like that. Fuck it, go Joseph Park and a bass on it. Have him get knocked from the ring. He ends up rolling in under it. Comes out in the mask and obliterates somebody. That would be cool. That would be very And cool. I believe Abyss is now working as one of the agents on Raw, so we could well see that happen. Oh, yes. So you've got Jeremy, Bor- Jeremy Borash and Abyss back there. Surely they've got a hand in this. And Matt Hardy, because he was doing uh, producer work. So if Matt Hardy is writing for Bray Wyatt here, I'm on, I'm on a all in on this character. The yeah. turnaround is unbelievable. It's what people talk about every week. When did you ever, th- if someone told you three years ago that the thing you look forward to talking about every week would be a segment involving Bray Wyatt? I would have choked. would children's <laughs> yeah. TV host. Yeah, I would have choked on my fine French cuisine. Yeah. Oh. Is there anything else in the good column before we go to this the surprise of the week? We have to talk about Randy Orton's one-liner on Triple H. Go for it. Oh, God. I was not excited for this face-to-face meetup because we've seen 10,000 of them before in WWE. What? And, and to their credit, they opened up their face-off with that exact sentiment, which was a nice touch, to be fair. It was a refreshing to see Triple H, I'd say, taking some creative freedom there and saying, well, we've all been here before. We're out here to say bad words to each other and let's hope some physicality breaks out. Have their little... Short little two and fourth where he says, "You know, I'm going to kick your ass on Friday." And as he's leaving Friday. the ring, when Friday, one more time, uh, Friday, I believe. Oh, got, thank you. Got to get down on Friday. Thank you, thank you, lads. But as he was leaving the ring, uh, Randy turns to him and goes, "Hunter, Hunter, Hunter, before you come out uh, on what day? Friday? That's it. Yeah, thanks, thank you for reminding me." Make sure you go to Stephanie and get your balls out of her purse. <sighs> like that was, if there ever was a mic drop moment in WWE over the last five years, that has to be on the short list. <laughs> and the way he did it as well, he just sort of laughed. I, I, I think Triple, I think Triple H broke, and then he was like, oh, oh, did. "Fuck it, who cares?" I'm, I <laughs> no. would be, I would not be surprised if that was not planned. Oh, if that shot. was off the cuff, I think. You know, both of those guys are are not going to get 
penalized or punished for saying something they shouldn't say. I'm my only kind of slight regret was that Triple H didn't turn around to him and say, "Well, you know all about putting stuff in girls' purses." Yeah, <laughs> or you, tell- you you'd know all about shit in girls' purses, wouldn't you? <laughs> that, which tells me why maybe it wasn't very scripted. But I I think definitely Triple H laughed and he broke oh. and just they went with it. Yeah, because yeah. you know that would have been a. I'm gonna tell you, I'm the creator. And now I'm the destroyer. You know the usual shite they go on yeah. with. Then you're dead right. They come out and said, "Listen, we've been doing this match for 20 years. There's nothing we, there's nothing we can say or do here that hasn't been said or done already." You're like, "Thank you." That's yeah. a complete. It was refreshing. And even the 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 rebuttal that Triple H said, you know, they're just so big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was the same as watching this. You just wouldn't know because you've never had a pair. It's like ah, yeah, ah, edginess it was, it was and very, humor. It was Ball. very new gen DX. It was, kind of it was like, yeah, in like, a good this way. Is, in a good this way. is the shit we want to see. Yeah. You know, inappropriate dick and ball jokes. Yes, please. The best thing on, on their shows right now is Lesnar being funny with a boombox, the Firefly Funhouse, and the 24-7 Rule of R-Truth. That fucking table spot was amazing. <laughs> we'll t- you know what? I'm putting that in the good column for this week before we move on to another thing. Yeah. Uh, just to add, context, to add context to this, uh, after 24 hours, the clip of that of him being revealed on the table had 1.3 million YouTube views. Yeah. Undertaker's segment... 600,000. Yeah. I checked that this morning as well. I had a quick look and it was at just under a million and the Takers one was at 200,000 or something. Yeah, we were. We. 20, 24-7 is over, lads, I'm telling you. But it was in the middle of a match. Um, there, were, there was one thing backstage where Drake Maverick and EC3 are following Mela around and they were like, wait a minute, if we follow Mela, you know, that'll lead us to truth. And I was like, that's, you know, this is it. I like it. This is genius by uh, Drake Maverick. Uh, Ricochet beats Cesaro who I, I assume they're in a best of seven here in the main assume event Foley in, the, in the main event um, and then you'd Cesaro do a beat down post match he goes for a table under the ring so he slides the table out from under the ring and R-Truth is hiding on the back of the table and he's like completely like stiff as a board and hoping no one is, nobody has noticed him as he's being beamed around global television fucking hilarious um, but all the boys come out then and Cedric takes takes them all out with a dive basically uh, Mela super kicks Drake Maverick and Truth I can't escapes. They stole that spot from AW. <laughs> How dare they? Fucking Mark. <laughs> what is Meltzer at? What is he doing? <laughs> Jesus, he's not helping them. Now Meltzer I'd love to hear the, I'd love to hear the context of that because to be fair, I don't that think it. I I don't think it's as saying or it is as simple as him saying that was never done before AEW did it, damn it. But we sent you the clip. I saw the the notes. No, the clip. We sent you a clip in the thing. He actually comes out and said, "They, you know, they totally ripped that off from the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing." If you scroll up in the group oh, chat, okay, there, okay. I try don't fucking listen to what you're trying um, about most of the time. Like, I know, um, but yeah, it comes out and it's like, but every reply was like, "You're forgetting about Stan," which was Ty Damn. Dillinger. Stan, you see, I just kicked Stan <laughs> when uh, Shawn Michaels kicked Ty Dillinger, who wasn't signed at the time, and Ty threw all the papers up in the air. It was brilliant. That was HBK's retirement, kicked, wasn't it? Uh, it was the end of the DX, the new DX run, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, remember 2006 because my sister was still watching wrestling oh, at that okay. stage. Yeah, so. yeah, it was. There were the new DX, and Tr- Shawn Michaels gets pissed off, and he's walking up the hallway, super kicking everyone. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, then on SmackDown, you had another thing where they—I didn't see this bit now. To be perfectly honest, 
but he had Angle Shane to get him a match where he what was it a, a standard match where he didn't have to worry about people running in so they made a lumberjack match or something yeah he was on uh, it was on Carmella's phone he was using Carmella's phone to try and ring Shane Shane eventually rings Mella back um, Mella's like oh hey it's Shane or whatever and hands the phone to Truth and Truth's like hello who's this he's <laughs> <laughs> like Shane they like Shane Shane and he's uh, like okay normal match normal match my opponent what and then he hands the phone back he's like my opponent's on, to the ring, uh, on his way to the ring now and he legs it to the ring and then Carmella takes the phone back he's like uh, what type of match and then she takes off after but uh, yeah it turns out a lumberjack match against Elias and Elias won in short order. I just saw the YouTube version of this, to be honest. Um, then afterwards, Elias is celebrating with the title, but then he realizes the burden that has just been dropped upon him, that he's the 24-7 champion. All the t- all the, uh, the lads outside get up on the ropes, ends up in a big brawl, but Elias escapes under the ring. But then Truth is also under the ring, <laughs> and he ends up pinning Elias under the ring to win the title back, and he escapes SmackDown. Truth is now, is he three-time 24-7 champion now? Four. Four. What a hero. He's what an absolute hero. He's Crash Holly. Yeah, he really is. But alive. Oh, 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 Well, we could take you back to a time, Fitz. <laughs> uh, yeah. we, we, you know, fuck it, we'll do it now for the laugh. We just made a cut. Oh, it's like a warm blanket, isn't it? Uh, it can really I ask, is. Is, is that a sound of pyro or them damn Syrians again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. We get to play Saudi Man or Yummy Jam again this week. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The world has advanced even further in a year, Fitz. I, I think the little amount we got away with that one is gone already. <laughs> uh, have you not fucking heard the names we've come up with? For, oh, sorry, I've come up with for this. <laughs> I like how you distance all of us from your names. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, at the human onion. God. At him, he likes it. Half the time I'm signed into the two-bit account these days, so I don't even notice when people at me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, stuff. That intro, that fucking intro is amazing. I had so much fun last night getting clips. Um, but yeah, it's the 20th anniversary of... Uh, this is quite the Marmite angle. The higher power. And that's on hmm. Friday. So that was the 7th of June episode of Raw. We said, fuck it. If there was very little going on, we'd have a quick chat about it. And did you watch the whole episode, Fitz, or did you skip yeah, through it, or what did you think? Yeah, we watched it. What, what are your overall thoughts? Forget about the big angle. Just uh, the crowd and the signs. Uh, and... Oh, crowd, signs. Like I said in the, 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 our super secret productive chat, the production of the show was actually a lot better than it is now. Just the flow. Going from one segment to another, it was snappy, it was quick, it was nice. Uh hook it up to my veins whereas now we've got mm. every segment being broken up with backstage promos which linger on the person for like 10 seconds too long uh, you didn't show the four promos or to four video packages during your opening oh, segment exactly. we'll talk about that one all the so all the bad. stuff we hated is coming after this don't worry <laughs> the one thing i would say jesus the wrestling quality was queer bad back then yeah yeah it, it didn't you know what i mean it, it it's a different they didn't need to be everyone was so over they just hit their big moves and throw a few punches and that was it yeah that's just buildings were heaving they had storylines back then 
Yeah. Look, I, oh. defi- I definitely needed to see Al Snow against Draws, all right? Yeah, that was a great <laughs> hardcore match. Back before, back before D'Lo Brown draws them. Oh, oh God. Poor Al Draws with his working legs. Poor Al Draws. <laughs> Look at him um, there with his little leg. We were trying to work out last night, was Deborah married to Austin at this time or not? Oh, I'd say so. She I'd, had, the, she had say- the title, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so she had a bikini contest with what's her face? Fucking uh, Nicole Bass. Oh, Nicole Bass. R.I.P. The manliest looking woman I've ever seen. Jesus, I'm gonna go. Really, you've seen some of the else I've gone out with. <laughs> Jesus, a lot Jeez. of people alive. Paul Bearer's dead. Uh, Nicole Bass, I think, is dead. That's about it. Usually, when we look um, back at stuff, the China. whole card is big dead. Boss man. China, China, big boss man. Test was Test in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, definitely. Oh Lord. Um, oh, but the big me. thing was the build and build and build to this. How much did they show on the network version of the build up to this episode? Mm. You know how did they show the Austin getting the sneak peek the wee be- week before, and then him going absolutely awol on heat and stunnering everyone? I no, I don't, th- so. I don't think they showed it on the network version. I remember because I remember watching this episode only a year. Oh, okay. Ago. I got a different version of it. It may have been cut in places, which were kind of annoying. But look, the sound quality was good. That's all I was really looking for. <laughs> I remember <laughs> most of the episode anyway. Um, but this was the ministry. And then The Undertaker decided he was going to take over control of the WWF for Vince McMahon. They did that thing with the Inferno match. I know Rory said it was a shit heap, this whole thing as well. He said it earlier. And he's not wrong. There's arguments for and against it. Um, but he burned a teddy it was a Paul Bearer delivered a package while Taker and Kane were in an Inferno match and it was a teddy bear and this was before Stephanie had been on TV and they burned the teddy bear and Vince is on his knees crying there was all sorts of mental shit like this uh, this is when he kidnapped Stephanie after and it was at uh, Ken Shamrock had to sh- save her not shave her yeah. no, that would have been a t- <laughs> different episode Katie Vick Oh lordy lord! But this is when Austin saves Stephanie, and Vince turns babyface. You know he's hugging Austin in the ring, and or Stephanie has hugged him, and he's his hands down by his side. He doesn't want it to be anything anywhere near a McMahon. And the Stooges are on board with him, and Shane cedes control of the corporation, joins it with the uh, Ministry on the first episode of SmackDown, kicked out Vince, all that sort of stuff. And then Taker would be talking about this higher power, which we later found out in real life, many years later, was going to be one Christopher Daniels. He was supposed to be the higher power. But Vince thought he was too small, is the story. Uh. And he did it, he did it himself, which ended up fucking the whole storyline. Because, because it was Vince, it ruined the whole thing. Because he had manipulated the company to a get at Austin for some reason, which never properly explained. Kidnapped his own kids. And all sorts of madness, but... Yeah, there was no proper payoff really to it as soon as it was revealed no. as Vince, which was a shame. But still, I remember watching this at the time. I think it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! What? <laughs> it's me, Austin! It was me all along, Austin! Damn, I cannot believe it. You fell for it. <laughs> you all bought it! You all bought it! <laughs> <laughs> And he goes on and on. It was just he really healed it up. Even members of my own immediate family, they bought it. You were all made fools of. Uh, and then because of 
whatever happened, they never let that settle, not even for five minutes. Because then you had Linda and Stephanie come out and then they talked about how Vince was lying, saying that they all owned, that Shane and Vince owned 50% each, was out in fact that they all owned, all four of them, Vince, Stephanie, Linda and uh, Shane, at 25% each. Linda had sold it and they called a board meeting that Vince wasn't notified for. And then there was a new CEO. Allow Stephanie and me to introduce you to the new CEO. Oh no, this can't be. fucking pop so yeah but one thing i want to point out on the back of that 20 years later we still have commentators shouting oh yeah oh yeah oh, i don't have it queued up but look, i can imagine that i pressed the sound effect uh and then he went on so they didn't even let that settle i assume because they'd already nixed the entire angle and they had to pay it off because this was all over within four or five weeks this whole thing that austin had you know the whole thing with Austin had booked himself into a title match which was going to be after King of the Ring because The Rock was in a booked in a title match with Taker or some shit mm-hmm. and Austin ended up winning the title after King of the Ring and that, end, that ended up being the highest rated segment of, in Raw history it was 10 million people watching 10.7 million people watched that yeah. which is and madness you had was it he books himself the match then where there's it ends up being the ladder match between himself and Bob McMahon's uh, at, that was at King of the Ring wasn't it King of the Ring yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. they had like was there three different stipulations added to it over the course of three weeks or something like that if I remember yeah. correctly it was yeah uh, Stone Cold came out and he was like the following things are happening tonight so Shane was getting his you know because he cost Xbox and K- Xbox and Kane Xbox I said uh, Xbox and Kane the titles the week before to the Acolytes I was like well you're going to get yours and he used to face them in a two on one he put Vince in a Lion's Den match because the, uh, the upstart the UFC had started yeah. gaining traction <laughs> so they had uh, they had a Lion's Den match with, against Ken Shamrock which Jeff Jarrett un- inexplicably the bastard he helped Vince in this and I, I, I don't know I must look back to see why that happened uh, Shamrock was supposed to they had the Lion's Den set up originally because Shamrock was going to face Jarrett in the Lion's yeah. Den Okay. And then Austin basically said, "Yeah, you're, uh, you're. That match is going to have to wait because it's going to be Vince going up against. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, he gave the Union carte blanche to book their own matches for the night. That's right. And Shamrock said he was going to face Jarrett, but uh, Jarrett's going to have to wait for his ass kicking because he, uh, Shamrock wants Vince McMahon because of what he done with the whole tricking him into saving Stephanie thing." Uh, the lads from T3 are in the chat there. So, yes, you have gone back in time. You have <laughs> gone back to 1999. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I love that segment, even though it makes no sense whatsoever. And it was completely <laughs> ruined. And it was all over. The The corporate ministry was finished within two weeks. Or not two weeks, within two months. It was done by August. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the plan was here. but uh, Good times, good times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is, but I have this clip too. That's pretty much the festivities for this night. Now, if anybody in that ring has a problem with the rules that old Stone Cold is laying down right now, 
You can find my dressing room back there. Get your ass in line. Knock on a door, and if I ain't busy drinking too much beer, I'll open the sub up and talk to you. And that's the bottom line. Custom Cold Simpson. It's like in a different world. <laughs> Just the crowd reactions and the noise and I, th- oh, I, I think you mean a different universe, Steve. A different universe. But that yeah, that's the that's the episode of Raw that would have aired twenty years ago this Friday. The Vince McMahon. we could not do it when I saw no. what this episode was from twenty years ago. The matches like were Vince McMahon. Very short. Power. They were yeah. Very short matches. They were as long yeah. as they needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. The longest match was the main event which was 6 minutes and 50 seconds, right? So the, the website I copied this out of has all the times handily here. Uh, 6 minutes, 51 seconds. This was when, you'll probably remember it, uh, when Big Show chokeslammed The Undertaker through the goddamn ring. Because he booked, you know, he said Taker's going to face him for a title match, you know, mm-hmm. that night in the main event. Yeah. Why did, why did they ring the bell? I was like, okay, I we can't yeah, continue. I'm assuming, yes, because the ring was broken. Possibly, yeah. Insurance risks or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was and so good though. You had Rock in a uh, against Triple H in a cast, cast match versus cast match. Yeah, yeah, cast match. They put Triple uh, Rock Rock had hurt his arm when Triple H, I assume, was involved. And uh, yeah, uh, Austin's solution. Austin's solution was to put Triple H in a cast and he had to fight him in the cast. I was looking at some of the spots, you could tell he was really nervous because he could have legit broken his leg. If that was if that was too tight or whatever, yeah. it's like, oh, don't throw me off the ropes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like you had one oh. match last <clears throat> you had one match last seven seconds, two matches ended in a DQ. One match didn't happen because it turned into a bikini contest. Um <laughs> the other one had the fucking godfather in it. Oh, treat. Um, you had a three-minute hardcore match, and then you had a match that ended in a no contest because the ring broke. But nobody yep. gave a shit because it was so good. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, there was a cool thing with the Brood, actually. Oh, it was yeah. the opening match. Uh, Acolytes are defending against the Brood, and the Hardy Boys come out at the time. With fucking they, Michael PSAs. I forgot all about Yeah. In cool, uh, different coloured t-shirts and really baggy black jeans, Hardy Boys days. Yeah. So as soon as the match is over, the boys drag them off and beat the brood the whole way up the ramp. So that tag team division back then, oh my Christ. Now, it's before uh, your favourite Bully Ray arrived. Yeah, that's before any of them arrived. They still had the Hardys, the brood, the Acolytes. You know, like... Oh, that's just X-Pac and Kane. X-Pac and Kane, Kane had just underrated. lost the titles. Yeah, yeah they just lost the titles. Uh, was before, cool. Just before the days of Lowdown, D'Lo oh, Brown and Chaz. Oh, Chaz. Oh, Lord. Oh, we might, uh, we might Wayne's World back into present day then, unless anyone else has anything else to add. I wouldn't mind doing an old pay-per-view to get the storylines behind it and everything one day. Maybe if there's a really shit pay-per-view sometime, we'll do that. Uh, we're oh. Surely we're nearly 15 years on from fucking December to December. That, that's something looking six months down <laughs> the line uh, this was like two three weeks after Owen Hart had died this whole thing yeah this is even weirder Jesus yep 
Yeah, I don't know how they managed to have Vince be the higher power after the so after the uh, the, the uh, news media fucking hounding them about that. Because he's Vince McMahon, damn it! Let's hear it. He's Vince McMahon, damn it! Let's hear Brilliant. it. Brilliant! I'm a genius. <laughs> oh God, it's easy. Just send a text. Is also there. Oh, there it is. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it! Let's hear it. Ah, I couldn't let it go otherwise. Uh, the worst thing that ever happened this fucking podcast with you getting us on board it's the best I'll have you it is the absolute best oh god you know I look at it and touch touch please touch that's all I want to do is touch those buttons oh god anyway we'll talk about the the shit shit the shit we'll move on to the we're moving on to the utter shit from this week Uh, I don't want to call it utter shit but the Kofi and Dolph start the Smackdown thing. Four video packages. We're like, hey, this is... It's like, hey, this is what happened. Hey, this is Kofi in Ghana. That was great. It was like, oh, look, here's Dolph Ziggler. And I'll show you what I mean. Video package of Dolph winning titles and being a dick and all this sort of shit. But then Kofi has a rebuttal in the form of a video package. So what happened there? Did he have to go to the truck and go, hey, listen, if this dickhead tries to throw a video package my way, give him this son of a bitch video package. You just give him one of these. One of these. Uh, This is your flag girl. You give him one of these. It's so so stupid. I took one note for all of SmackDown and I will read it verbatim. How much more impactful would that Kofi Ghana video have been if there wasn't three other videos fucking thrown to in that segment? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you literally have sense. real motivation. You know, he's gone over there telling everyone, you know, you can be whatever you want to be. I came from essentially nothing to being top of top of my field, and you can do it too. You can achieve your dreams. And yo, dog, let's have two more video packages. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Do you know what makes a video package really get over with the fans? three other video packages yeah exactly so, you know what a live crowd really loves looking at the screen four times in the space of five minutes yeah show don't tell uh, KO and Sammy came out then so because of the wild card rule they're all they're going to be on every show again together or fighting they, they always have that match in their back pocket but they lose to Kofi and Xavier but then Ziggler attacks from behind as they celebrate and he said he'll see him on Friday. Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Yeah. Can anyone explain to me why a Raw Superstar is challenging for the SmackDown title? Oh, is Ziggler Raw? Uh, they flashed up a Raw graphic for him when he appeared. Oh, God. And it's not the only It's not the only SmackDown title that a Raw Superstar is going to be challenging for in the yes. near future either. After the historic 115th horrendous episode of A Moment of Bliss. Oh, God. You end up <laughs> with... Oh, you haven't seen it, Fitz, have you? No. Okay, so you had A Moment of Bliss with Bailey. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's, it, do you remember how Alexa on Monday was like a baby face and, she, you know, she was helping Nikki and then she had the little whoopsie-daisy with the coffee. And like, oh, we're all friends. Oh. You know, everything was cool. Alexa was a baby face. On Tuesday, she does her segment. She's disgusted with the SmackDown coffee, and she's disgusted with everything on SmackDown and how the title has gone to shit since she left and all this stuff. She's full on healing it up. Twenty four hours later, after they turned her full baby face on Raw. Okay, it makes no. In, in a world where SmackDown are competing with Raw, that makes absolute sense. However, Brand loyalty that, that's never happened in the entirety of the, the production yeah, in the last because, few years. Because there's only one night a year where Raw and SmackDown go head to head in the right competition. Blue makes her mad, Rian says in the chat. 
What about blue chew? Like, well, that explains it. Blue that should chew. make her happy. If you want to make is your he... woman mad. <laughs> is your Alexa Bliss mad? <laughs> um, you need that little extra then... oomph, but don't like coffee. <laughs> We're giving you gold here, Blue Chew. Sponsor us. I told you we'd do it for free. God damn it. We just need direction in this. Uh, and but free anyway, samples for Steve. <laughs> free samples, because I am an old, old gentleman. <laughs> and also Alexa Bliss. I'm actually I might need the blue chew then but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Carmela and Charlotte are out talking shite that's my whole note talking absolute shit uh, and she, apparently Shane set up a match for later for number one contender match with uh, Bailey sorry sorry, number one contenders match for a shot at Bailey which was Alexa Charlotte and Carmella, which Alexa wins fits so the number one contender for the Smackdown women's title is Alexa Bliss from Raw so at, the same time, at the same time that your number one contender for your SmackDown world title is Dolph Ziggler, who is apparently a Raw superstar as well. Hooray for the wild card. The wild card rule is in full effect. That's quote Michael Cole. <laughs> as SmackDown rolls on. What in the sweet fuck is going on with this wild card thing? What? Is going on. I uh, don't understand any of this. Who works where? I believe there was like five raw superstars among the lumberjacks for the yeah. Elias match as well. So like people are getting fired now, right? Yeah, exactly. All apparently according to Vince, they all get fired or suspended. Um I'm willing to stop counting the wild cards now. I've given up. There's no point. Yeah. There's no point being snarky about it. The twenty four seven guys alone are the four wild cards, you know, at least every week. So the brand splits over. I think that's it. Officially over as of last night. So for now, come come October when Fox kicks in, they'll want their own roster though. Yeah. You just got to wonder, how is the wild card rule going to help the people who want to leave and go to AEW? Or the indies? They can show up on any show they want. (laughs) Wild card, bitches. (laughs) John Moxie's a wild card. Uh, it was a work all along we were right Fitz I fucking told you Max that Ambrose was leaving was a work uh, um, yeah it, how do you get guys on TV now their solution is the 24-7 thing which I'm not sure everyone is going to be overly pleased with I'm sure EC3 is happy to be on TV which he was this week uh, yeah he looked very happy with his red solo cup <laughs> yeah yeah EC3 is an alcoholic now it only took a week <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, yeah, wild card. Apparently, it was thirteen. Rian was saying it was thirteen people this week on. I assume on SmackDown because they had that lumberjack rule. I'd say SmackDown probably, yeah. So nine people are fired. That should uh, reduce the wage bill. Maybe it's Vince's way. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a genius. Down the wage bill. <laughs> Give me that Matt Riddle. I can turn him into a dancing guy. <laughs> or whatever I was gonna do with him. Apparently Goldberg has blocked Dan, uh, Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. The wildcard rule. Just get rid of it. Get rid of the wildcard rule. And if you're if you're going to use that element, just get rid of the fucking brand split. Just it's annoying me now where you have different graphics and different people and do one or the other, shit or get off the pot. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, the problem with this coming up though with the whole. Um, yeah, with the whole Fox deal is both networks are going to want the top stars, which is why the wild card rule I'm imagining is there, is that the top stars can essentially they can placate both 
networks by having the top stars on both brands, but now they're just using it for absolute shit. Why didn't you wait? Yep. Why didn't you wait to introduce this when you were going to two different networks? Then it'd be impactful because you could just use it for your top stars as opposed to here's Titus O'Neill on every show because that's what the world <laughs> fucking needs. That's racist. Can they wildcard the women over to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> just saying, wildcard. <laughs> Not touching that. Mm, what if it's Becky? She's them. She's them, man. Ricky's yeah. in the chat. He lives. He might be in time for the predictions for extremist rules. Um, yeah. The Ray Mysterio US title thing. Why did he just hand the title off? Because he's a man of honor and he knows that he didn't actually beat Joe. But why it took three weeks to actually do it, I don't fucking know. Why didn't they say that? Hey, your shoulders were clearly up. I didn't win this title. But here, I'm going to give you back your title. And when I'm healthy and good to go, you're you're on my list. I'm coming straight for you. Blah, 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 blah. Why just hand the fucking thing? He actually dropped it on the ground. Yeah. Uh, this this he, was bad sauce. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things he could have done. He could have had a match with Joe. Even if you're giving it to Joe, just have Joe squ- fucking squash somebody. One of the 24-7 guys. I'm sorry. I'm sure EC3 wouldn't have minded having a match with Samoa Joe, fucking, even if he was to lose. I, I, I tweeted it the other night. Send out Dominic. He's training. Can he fucking yeah. get locked in a choke and get choked out in 15 seconds? Yes. And cost grand. his father the title. Yeah. You know, something like that. Lots of cool things. Lots of cool things they could have done, but they didn't do any of that. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling contest <laughs> in the in the post uh, double or nothing world where John Moxley, Dean Ambrose has come out and said the creative is horrendous and needs to change. Uh, get fucked <laughs> can I be honest I didn't hate this as much as I thought I would when I initially saw it same same I saw that graphic come up and I nearly went to bed yeah like, no not hanging around for that like if you're going to do that segment it probably went about as well as it could but can I quote the way they went off their fits Braun Strowman knocks off Bobby Lashley oh no before that you missed it Michael Cole what? said the line he said the it's line. Funny. And Bobby Lashley hits him with a running power slam. That's Braun Strowman's move. <laughs> Not Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lads. What a Boy, but they couldn't, ev- they couldn't even say win or beat knock in terms off. of an arm wrestling contest. They had to say knockoff. Yeah, in case they ever do decide to do more arm wrestling matches, they need a power ranking. You don't want to have someone have a loss. You or, don't want to get knocked off. Or they're getting ready for Saudi Arabia on Friday where you just knock off someone. Head. Ooh. Oh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, I that, I guy, s- I that guy from earlier isn't still here spying on us. I'll, ch- I'll check the locations for the podcast version of this. Send location. Um, Send location. <laughs> I stand by the tweet I sent out when this segment was about to start, which is the worst case scenario in this arm wrestling match segment. It's that it actually it gets physical and results in an actual wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> Hope this arm wrestling contest doesn't descend into violence. Doesn't descend into violence. <laughs> uh, this Shane McMahon uh, Roman Reign. Fr- oh, I this need Shane McMahon die. off my television. If the Roman Reigns feud with him, this is not helping Roman. No. You know, remember that sign that said, "Is it okay to boo Roman yet?" It's it's getting to that stage where these horrendous segments. Um, I was watching fault. the no. I was watching the Raw Fightful post show yesterday evening 
and Sean had said that Vince was extremely happy with the segment on Raw with the you know the fucking well I'm gonna get you in this hold and I'm not gonna break that hold and that whole shit apparently that went really well your eyes are gonna pop out of your skull and yep Jesus Christ such good shit or he'll hit the coast to coast so he said he's gonna, gonna choke him out with the triangle hold oh oh hey. Hey. oh he can't because the do- Nick is there or oh, the dogs are there that's why he hasn't muted yeah. On the plus anyway, side, Bernie. he managed to mute and his Discord didn't kick him out when he muted himself. Progress. Uh, Paul's watching TV, he says. Well, that's no good to us. <laughs> um, the graphic on SmackDown Gordo then, the, at the start of the show, was Shane McMahon is determined to call out Roman Reigns. Just do it. You're Shane McMahon. The, the thing he'd done the night before. Yeah, exactly. When they were, when he, then, when they were both wild cards. It was like, why are you calling him out? I don't understand it. Why? Why? Also, is somebody stopping you? Why are you determined? Apparently, someone is stopping Vin, Vin, uh, Shane, but he's determined to call out Roman Reigns. What the fuck is going on here? Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Drew kicks him in the head and Shane spears him. The end. Who cares? <laughs> I think I've summed up our thoughts. Nikki, we can't hear, but he's smiling, so I assume he agrees. <laughs> Do you know what the worst or thing about all it. this is, right? When all of this is said and done, we're going to have Shane and The Miz back again. Yeah. Uh, uh, did they 50-50 or did... Oh, Shane won both, didn't he? Won they? Both, he won the cage match. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not over, though. They just needed to break it because they needed to give Roman a big match for Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Like that big match that Braun and Lashley are in. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. Do you want to just do predictions now, so... Because we talked about all Undertaker and Goldberg. What did you make of those promos segments? Uh, Undertaker one I saw on Raw. Actually, weirdly enough, I was watching Raw. And I thought, Jesus, this show is running queer late. And I was near the end of the Ricochet-Sarrow match. And I just moved the cursor to see how long was left. And I was like, oh, seven minutes left. And we haven't had the Taker segment yet. This is going to be cutting it fine. <laughs> then he start. Then they finished their bit, and obviously they had the art truth bit. And Taker's coming out to the ring. He's like five and a half minutes. Jesus Christ, what's going on? Skip two minutes for the slow walk to the ring. Oh my God, three and a half minutes. My anxiety's kicking in. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna say? But he actually, this promo, like his promos are always good. That's the thing about his promos. They always kind of touch a nerve or touch something where you're like, yes, please. Oh, I wasn't near it. I anyway. set you up. Sorry about that. I should have given you notice. Uh, touch, <laughs> touch, please, touch. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> but I, I liked it. And the WWE released this exclusive video of what Undertaker said when he went off the air. You will not believe what he said when he went off the air. Was it? It's such good shit. <laughs> no. Surprisingly, no. <laughs> so he went off the air saying, Goldberg, you're next. And afterwards, he said, and at Super Showdown, you will rest in peace. Oh, baby. A whole video just for that. (laughs) So they, so fucking all in managed to get off the air with four seconds left. But WWE, who've been doing Raw for 20 plus years, didn't manage to get a fucking Undertaker promo off the air on time. Imagine if they had to rush the Undertaker entrance, <laughs> like, like the Young Bucks match at the All In. It's like Taker, take one, take one slightly larger step than normal, please. We need to get this off the air. 
<laughs> two <laughs> minutes of books flying around like cartoon characters in that match, not having a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. What did Goldberg say on SmackDown anyway? Uh, he said that, hello, my name is Bill Goldberg. Uh, I will be wrestling The Undertaker on Friday at Super Showdown. I'm not doing it for the kids. I'm doing it because I'm that 20 year I'm that guy from 20 years ago. I'm that ass kicker. And then gong. And then The Undertaker's blue lights appear and fog. And then he appears behind him. Uh, Goldberg kind of just looks around and laughs. And then when he f- they finally go face to face for a minute. And then gong. And then The Undertaker's gone. Oh. <gasps> And then, Taker, this Friday, you're next to rest in peace. Yep. (laughs) It's a good 25 years too late. Or 20 years too late, I should say. Uh, I thought I was still back in 1999. (laughs) Well, do you know what? It's funny, because we did that Raw episode. We talked about the the higher power revealed. And here we are. What you would have done for a Goldberg and Undertaker match back around those days. Uh, Actually, just something I forgot to bring up earlier. Uh, When we were doing the 1999 thing, I did decide to look up what episode of Nitro went up against this. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Just to give you the results. Um... The opening match was Hack, so Sandman, uh, against Prince Ayakea in a hardcore match. Lovely. That uh, one went directly won. up against Al Snow um, and Draz. Scotty Riggs defeated Lenny Lane. Oh, that sounds about right, yeah. Uh, Chris Benoit and Perry Saturn defeated DDP and Bam Bam Bigelow to win the tag titles. Ooh. Ooh. That could have been good. Um... Leparka and Silver King, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, defeated Damien and Cyclope in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I do not remember them. No. Uh, Ernest, the Camp- <laughs> Ernest the Camp Miller yes, defeated Horace. <laughs> Horace. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Bobby Duncan Jr. via disqualification in a no title match. Uh, Rey was the Cruiserweight t- champ at the time. Uh, Buff Bagwell proved he had the stuff when he defeated Disco Inferno. <laughs> oh no! And Sting defeated Macho Man via DQ. Uh, this was the go home show for the Great American Bash. Well, I tell you what, that's a hell of a main event. Sting against Macho Man probably didn't deliver because none of those ever did. But goddamn, the names alone—that was those two shows were on at the same time. Goddamn. <laughs> yep. Oh, to go back to those days. Yeah, and yeah, that was just before uh, Nash versus Savage for the title at Bastion Beach that weekend. Jesus. Well, hopefully Tuesday Night Dynamite or whatever they end up calling it will have a similar effect, just not on the same night, I suppose. But if we got people moving brands or moving shows, that'd be kind of cool. Everybody's Rick Rude and Lex Luger moving around. Predictions, I suppose, for... The return of the Jedi. Uh, my prediction is we get blocked by at least four people. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Depends on if we get reported. I'm all okay with getting blocked. Just be careful. Don't get awful racist. Just, you know, the Saudi man or Saudi jam thing yeah, again. Saudi I, jam. I mean, that's... <laughs> Just mildly racist. Is that okay? Well, I mean, yeah, yummy I mean, jam. Yummy jam. Okay. And are we are we going to nail down one specific name that we're using for the hashtag? Are we going with Stoning Grounds, Extremist Rules, Return of the Jedi? I think Return of the Jedi. What do you think? Oh, Nick's gone. What did we have? We had Extremist Rules, Extremist Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Uh, as, as Money in the Sand Money tree. in the Sand Tree, Bloodsport Tree, 
Uh, yeah. um, I said the new one is Stoning Grounds because they have Stoning Grounds, grounds. grounds. <laughs> in these time. Um, the Killing uh... Fields. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, not that one. Not yeah, that one. Super chic down. I think it's the one. Superstar chic up. Down. Superstar chic up. Yeah, superstar chic up. I think is the best one. <laughs> Why don't we just do what, what they do sometimes? You know, when they, it's either NXT Takeover or NXT Takeover Dallas or whatever. They just use both sometimes. We just go and, see, and then blah 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 has won a match. Hashtag superstar chic up. Hashtag return of the Jedi. But not not the killing fields. Not the killing fields are extremist rules. No. Why not extremist rules? I think we, I think that's you're definitely getting reported for something like that. Well, we fucking we've been using it for weeks. Have we? I've used it. We're still on one. the air. Okay, if we're on the air, we'll be fine. Oh lord! Steve Speaking of like the fun. killing fields, oh no, I just don't want the account with three and a half thousand followers to be gone. That's all. Uh, well, that's true. Lars Sullivan been... versus. Uh, no, I was going to say, Rina had a prediction of uh, Undertaker as uh, Tombstone and Goldberg's son. Oh, yes. Hook it to my veins. And the Saudis, and the Saudis are going to sort tombstones for a couple of hundred Syrians. <laughs> <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So, post-show, post-show Friday Night Lads, yeah. 100% I'm on for that. Cans. Yes. Cans. It's Friday my... Night... Uh, it's my one night and off, secret. so I'm all for it. Oh yeah, definitely. Nick, are you on? Or are you working? He'll give us a nod. <laughs> oh, he just pissed off. <laughs> what a! Cunt. He just told us no. <laughs> well, we've we've a three man booth at least. He's coming back to Discord. Oh, oh, oh. oh. working till late. So I'll get most of it. Hey. Okay. You'll be grand. You'll miss right. Lars Sullivan beating up a couple of minorities. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, does that mean Lars is going to be a face over there? <laughs> well we can't see the oh. other three faces good god but yeah the Lucha House Party got the better of Lars this week on Raw I don't remember I didn't see the Smackdown segment uh, it was fucking god awful yep that's why I gave it the old skipski no, Lars beats up three Mexicans I think the guy who was fine for racially insensitive historical tweets beats up three Mexicans I think that's our prediction yeah yeah, yeah that's there we are. across the board for, house. I think Europe. Uh, Braun against Lashley. Now, Braun, of course, is a revered figure in this uh, particular event because he is, of course, the winner of the greatest Royal Rumble. So, basically, he's the greatest wrestler ever over there. Europe or Derp? <sighs> Does he bring his furry green title? Nah. Nah. Is the furry green title the, now the 24-7? Is that the same belt? No, it's different. It down? <laughs> yeah. I can't talk about it. Uh, Kofi oh, is the, now the uh, lineal champion of that title. So, Oh, that's true. There you go. Oh, yeah. Basically, yeah, we've given up on counting the wild cards. We've just decided, fuck this. I can't be dealing with it anymore. Uh, no, it was, makes no sense. There was 13 of them on SmackDown this week. <laughs> nine fireies. Five of that's which. nine more call-ups. Five so They're going to call nine... Exactly, they're going to call nine up from NXT and they're going to hire 60 new people into the performance centre to make up for it. <laughs> That's how they do things. Uh, I think Braun wins this one because it could be probably a babyface heavy show. And this is an easy babyface wins. Nick is agreeing with me on that one. Um, I think this could be the one heel victory. Well, I still don't know if Lars is going to be heel or face over there. But... Um... 
I I I got out a lot of beer. I, I, I'm going lastly. I'm going to go lastly. Fitz, Braun, baby. I'll potentially change it when I'm actually making predictions, but for now, I think we're going to be going very face heavy, and I think this match they can afford to have a heel win. So. Yeah, and T3, don't count these as our predictions because we say these things, but then we, we half the time we go back on them and we actually put the, we commit them to paper. Uh, Roman and Shane, edge of the seat stuff with this hot build. Uh, this will be around about the time where I order me Chinese. <laughs> yeah. I think the big dog is going hunting in Saudi Arabia. Uh, big dog going to fucking obliterate Shane O'Mac. Um, I want this match to last less than 60 seconds. I'd be, I approve of this. Superman punch, spear, good luck. Get on to the 50-man battle royale. Yeah. Um, have him... Excuse me, I have to cr- have correction. Jeddah. I think all these jokes we've been making, this isn't in Saudi Arabia at all. It's in a country that is undefined. It is a place called Jeddah, and we assume it's in space, which is why they make so much money. Because, I mean, that's a lot of... It's how in, do you get the production trucks up there in space? It's international waters, Steve. International waters. So yeah. there's going to be monkeys having knife fights. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Um, so yeah I assume Roman all around there no I'm going to go Shane O'Mac you're going Shane yep the winning streak continues he is the, burials. the best in the world oh he did win the best in the world so if I'm using my brawn logic about the greatest Royal Rumble that I'll have to use it for Shane because he <laughs> indeed is the best in the world in Jeddah or wherever the hell they were the last time Riyadh Riyadh in the old Riyadh Mahrez <laughs> Uh, ah, whatever. Okay, so Classic, it's three on yeah. one there. What did you say, Gordo? Roman uh, go, I'm going Roman. Um, I'm going Roman, and Drew lays him out afterwards. Yeah, something like that. Um, first time ever historic meeting of one Triple H and one Randall Keith Orton. I am pumped. I am rigid. <laughs> <laughs> absolute no blue chew sponsors needed here no you are um, just absolutely it's like rigor mortis is after setting in less um, like, oh. uh, as we said earlier at least they were at least they owned up to the fact that this has happened a lot in the promo I proved yeah. that but uh, uh, Draw 2008 double. called and they want their three yeah. pay-per-views in a row back um I think a draw here, a double count out or a double disqualification or something ridiculous. They're gonna, they don't want either of them to lose that match. Uh, Trips can afford to lose it, I think. Yeah, I think Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah I All think right. Trips can afford to lose it. Got to make that young up there. Randy looks strong. True. What's your pick, Nick? Orton. He's saying Orton. Yeah. And then an actual first time ever. Undertaker against Goldberg. Does he get pyro this time? I assume Goldberg will have oh, pyro yeah. this time. Oh, yeah. oh the biggest, the they greatest blowing up shit over there. <laughs> pyro, you mean? Yes. Stages. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes. Fireworks. Yeah, of course. Stages. Yeah, I don't know why I would even question yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stages, arenas, <laughs> journalist heads. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, you mean it mentally, as in trying to wrap your head around this state? Yes. I see what you said there. Yeah, and blow, blowing there. their minds. Yes. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah, oh, boom goes oh. the dynamite. <laughs> uh, 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 Fitz, 
Share it with the group. I can't. I I can't possibly say that. I'm certainly not fucking saying it. So uh, <laughs> this is a really awkward segment, unless one of the two of you fucking says it. It was a sex joke at the expense of Gordo's mammy. <laughs> Explosions and such. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's no chance in hell or anywhere else that Goldberg wins this match. Not a chance. Really? Not a chance. Not a chance. They're not having WCW guy beat The Undertaker. Not a chance. Uh, you're saying that at they're this stage pay, in his career. You're saying they're going to pay Goldberg that much money to go over there and lose? Yeah, I sure am. Mm, I'm having what you're having. Taker lost the last one, didn't he? Or did they win it? Did the Brothers of Destruction win at uh, Sweet Saudi Gold 2? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Shawn Michaels. Anyway. I, uh, Goldberg's not beating Undertaker here. I can't see it. Yeah. I uh, I think I'm going Goldberg. My God. Because he's doing it for the uh, kids and for himself. And he can high-five all the little Saudi kids, or all the Jeddah kids, uh, the pad ones. Yes, the Jeddah. Had one <laughs> as he's uh, walking up the ramp afterwards. Oh God! Oh, bow with the shout of a dusty finish. Possibly, Ooh, possible. Yeah, that could be one. That's gotta be Kane. Save it. A what? It's gotta be Kane. Oh my God, Kane! Is Kane back with the pyro? A dusty finish. Yeah, watching the dirty. Ro- not going to be a clean finish. Something dodgy going to happen. No, 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 no real winner. I've never heard of dusty um, finish before. Yeah, yeah, he he used to book him the whole time. Uh, Taker or Kane on that episode of Raw we watched the old school Raw mm. just the pyro and the intro and how yeah. over he was so good I remember so so good uh, oh yeah the uh, take uh, take two takedown put in there a Jew to win a Jeddah <laughs> Goldberg's not oh, winning fuck yeah I yeah factored that in fuck me they've Sami Zayn not allowed to go to the show but they've fucking Bill Goldberg going <sighs> Yeah. Well, he's just going to be called Bill over there. <laughs> Bill Gold. Actually, that's what, what, they like gold over there. Well, I mentioned that. I know it's something that we've talked about and it's been reported on many times that, you know, Sami Zayn was asked not to go to Saudi Arabia. But now, in the last week or so, it's been officially reported that it's the Saudi government who asked WWE not to bring him. Ooh. You know, oh, yeah, well, that was that was what happened last time, I think, as well. It was, but it wasn't exactly kind of public knowledge in that respect. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it was, it was what we all assumed to be the case, but no one ever said it or it was never reported upon. But now that it has been reported upon, do WWE have to do something about it? Bring him, make a statement, do something? Nah, because I think if they were going to make a statement, they'd at least do what they did with Alexa and Sasha that time, where they had new gear made for them and had a match. So El Generico is going to make his WWE debut. Ha! Ah, he could. Who is that guy? <laughs> well, he's Yokozuna. <laughs> oh my God! It's uh, a former WCW original La Parka. <laughs> Where's his patented chair? Just fuck people up in a chair. Oh, tie, tie, tie one of the fucking Saudi recruits to it, you know. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Balor against Almas. Well, it's the Demon Balor. Yeah, Demon Balor has Balor. to win. Is this for the title? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And this is going to be pornographic. I think it's going to be the best match. Not even close. <laughs> yeah, this match. Well, oh no, Ziggler, Ziggler and Kofi actually could be quite good as well. They can wrestle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is uh, gotta be better. Demon, demon to retain. I think yeah. purely because of demon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fifty. No, we we'll leave that for the end. 
Rollins and Corbin Universal title. Do you think... And we'll throw the two in. So Rollins and Rollins and Corbin, Ziggler and Kofi for WWE title. Mm-hmm. Where does Brock cash in? He doesn't. He, I no cash in. Still think he's going but to he try. Said it. I still he think he tries Friday to cash in. He tries to cash in on Rollins, and Roman comes out and makes a save. They're going to do mm-hmm. the thing that they said was supposed, or that Moxley said was supposed to be the angle for Strowman cashing in, where the Shield saved him at SummerSlam, and they've done it on Raw the next night instead. They're going to do it here with Brock. So Ambrose is returning? As a two fingers to the Moxley thing, they're going to have Roman come out for the save when Brock cashes in, especially because it's a segment that features Brock. It's all the work. Ambrose is still employed. AEW <laughs> and WWE are in cahoots. Wildcard. Uh, all right, Russo. <laughs> it's the wildcard. Really. Russo, Russo told me I subscribed to his show. I gave him money and he gave me that sweet, sweet info. <laughs> I got a free tinfoil hat on every 10th subscriber. Vince Russo and his buddy Alex Jones, all the conspiracy theories out the wazoo. Fucking I actually hell. like listening to Russo because of the stupid, crazy shit he comes out with. I'm all on board. I hope someone hires him. <laughs> fuck it, why not? TNA cannot do any more, do any worse. Or Ring of Honor, just fucking bring him on for a month Look, and see TNA, how he gets TNA on. TNA have Disco Inferno feud with the knockouts at the moment. All right, <laughs> another hot angle. He's, he's already um, lost to Scarlet Bordeaux, and I think Tessa Blanchard. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're thinking? Does he success? Does the bell ring on the cash in? No. No. Doesn't no he saves the saves the briefcase. Yeah, I think Rollins is down. Rollins retains against Corbin, uh, celebrates after the match, and uh, gets hit with an end of days as he's celebrating. And then Brock's music hits. He comes down. Um, you could even have a bit of a stare down. Fucking have Brock uh, F five Corbin while he's at it, just cause reasons. Mm. Uh, Brock can do whatever he wants. And then, uh, as he's just about to hand over the briefcase, Roman's music hits. So, Rollins to retain and Kofi to retain, we're saying. Uh, I reckon so, yeah. I don't see either title mm, changing yeah. hands. It's, okay. it's still it's still glorified house showy, but I still yeah. think it's going to be one or two heels win the lower down matches. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Kofi and Ziggler and uh, Balor and Almas. I think they'll be there. But I'm, what I'm most looking forward to is the main roster debut of Eric Bugenhagen when he wins the 50-man Battle Royal and becomes whatever you get for winning this, which we don't know. Do you get anything for this, sir? No? Nothing. Okay. don't think so. Been all the more reason to give it to someone cool. Well, just give it to someone else. If, you, if there's nothing on the line and there's no prize, no trinket, no shot, nothing, give it to someone mental. It'll give be it true. Give it to fucking Babatunde. Yeah, probably. <laughs> New big green belt. You could also do that, but it'll be slightly smaller than the Greater Royal Rumble, Greatest Royal Rumble, because this they're calling not calling this the Greatest Battle Royal. And I assume they couldn't get Epic Games to sponsor it for a Fortnite sponsorship on this one because of where they are. But uh, <laughs> look at, uh, I think it'd be great if he got Matt Riddle to win this. All jokes aside, Eric Bugenhagen finishing the top five, I'd be really pumped about it. Or, you know, in if Eric Bugenhagen appears in the top 50, I'm good. I want to see Bugenhagen <laughs> on this show. <laughs> if it wasn't in Saudi Arabia, I would put good money Mustafa Ali would win it. Oh, yeah. yeah I wonder, honestly. does the fact that his name and look goes against him here? Is he allowed to go over? I know he's an American citizen, though, isn't he? Uh, but I assume he'll have a certain... 
Pakistan. I assume some religion will be offended. I don't know. I don't understand. He's Muslim, space. not Jewish, so that should be okay. I think I think he'd be okay. I don't think there's any major heat between Saudi and Paki. <laughs> I don't know how their space monsters line up against each other yeah, if, they're, um, if they're in a feud currently. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I think they kind of they knocked each other off once or twice. Um, okay, oh, yeah, so they're all tied up fifty yeah, fifty. Uh, they haven't had the the rubber match yet, the gimmick match to to end it all. Yeah, and then they have to fifty fifty up the rubber match after that. Yeah, so, you know, um, just, yeah. I'm assuming we'll see Mansoor make an appearance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually very good. Yeah, is he? Yeah, Mansoor is good, man. Mansoor is good. And will we get who will be the guy that they didn't know was dead, like Yokozuna that time? <laughs> macho Man. I already oh, said it. Please be Macho Man. Yes, that'd be great. Who you said oh, that instead? Yeah. Ba- Bailey dressed up as Macho Man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's not a woman. That's the Macho Man. Oh, right there, there the we go. Black Machismo. Fuck it, they're rehiring Sandow. Macho Mando is making a return. Oh, yes. Hook it to my Actually, veins. lads, how the fuck did we think of it? Hulk Hogan is entering the Battle Royal. Oh, he fucking is. He fucking is. <laughs> And that's, he is too. And that show's gone off the air with Real America fucking blaring. I am a Real America. Oh. Yeah, where did they place this? Is this the main event? Playing Saudi Man I or Yummy Jam. <laughs> I think it might open. I assume, uh, I assume you'll end up with probably the Brock Angle, whatever the Brock Angle is, will be the closing shot in the glorious nation. But it depends. Like the, the way they lay out the show will kind of give you a lot of indication to what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should quickly move on. Um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I hope there's a lot of NXT people there. You know, some like the Hurricane. I assume the Hurricane will be in it because he's working there now. Jeff Jarrett will be in it probably if they bring them all over there. Matt Hardy just cause. Matt Hardy. You would have had Goldust, but he's not there anymore. Fucking you know those type of characters. Speaking of which, his podcast with Jericho went live today. Ooh. Oh, shit, yeah. That's worthy of a download. Yeah, I finished... Well, I have a couple of minutes left on the Moxley and Wade Keller one, actually. It's it's good. Sort his audio can, quality. Oh, it's terrible. Steve, that's the that, only download problem, his but. audio and fix it first, will you? <laughs> Send it on to you. There's no fixing this. It's terrible. <laughs> There's no fixing it. No, it's bad bad you can put some bass on it round it out a little bit it keeps you know. jumping back like five seconds yeah but it's it's weird he picks some where they, they're bleeping fuck <laughs> but then they don't bleep every fuck so there's some fucks that sleep through and shit is not bleeped and fuck is and a goddamn i don't know if he got a goddamn in there it's weird i don't know who was editing it with the, the, the bleep part of it but anyway glass houses and all that mm-hmm. um yeah yeah, just gimmicks. Give me a load of gimmicks in the fifty-man battle royal. But how do? You, where's the surprises? You know, because they're all gonna be in the ra- unless they bring them in ten at a time or something, or or to take the piss out of the battle royal at double or nothing and bring people in in groups and people get forgotten about. And that's why you know, I think it might I open the show. Everyone's already in the ring, and you bring out the last few oh, with, yeah. with a special entrance. That's a good point. That is a very good point. I didn't think of that. Will people pull double duty? and be in the Battle Royal and have normal matches doubt it not unless there's a stake so if it was like you know if there was a stake on it hey you get a shot at the Universal like Champion like actual then stake like, yeah like a stake they're fighting for a sandwich <laughs> are they, they basically is are. that halal or whatever the fuck these boys use <laughs> I don't know yeah 
Um, but yeah, we'll do a post show, I think. Jesus, that'll be between within so what eight. ten days. We've done four podcasts. Pretty oh, crazy. Yeah. About eleven or so yeah. Friday night. Yeah, well, it depends on what time it goes off. Yeah, that's. I mean, it started at yeah. seven o'clock, so assuming a oh, four-hour show around eleven-ish. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say we'll be toasted at that stage. Yeah, yeah. Nicely toasted. It's going to be great that it's not finishing at four or five in the morning. Always a bonus. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. It's easy. Just send the text. You know, just send that text. Um, anything else to catch your eye, or catch your catch your fancy no, over the week not really uh, did everyone actually put in their predictions for the battle royal where are we all oh um oh yeah money down gotta go drew mcintyre yeah probably drew yeah full house on drew and it also yeah. adds a bit more prestige to his match with roman at stomping grounds in two weeks because you know that's a show as well that has not been oh, jesus yeah that's another that's next week sunday week sunday week I think it's Sunday week, Nick, yeah. I'm fairly sure. Maybe it's two weeks after. But I remember thinking, okay, there's this show this week and then there's one again next week. We could be wrong. Um, they said two weeks on Monday, which is normally like their uh, yeah. game, so. Sunday the 23rd. 23rd of June. Okay, so two weeks from it's Sunday. The week after next, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's, um, that's OTT day. Is it? And I'm in work at six o'clock the next day. <laughs> Yowie, wowie. Eat no, all the dicks. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be struggling. You're not going to struggle in this segment. If you want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can find us on all good podcast apps. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're on iTunes, which might be gone fairly shortly. Uh, we're also on Google Podcasts. You can find us every week on Mixler at around about 7.30 every Wednesday night Irish time. It's mixler.com forward slash the United Wrestling Podcast. If you want more of our wrestling coverage, you can get us on Twitter. It's Wrestling. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. And we also have our main website, which is 2bitsports.com on the internet. Right there on the internet. And if you do decide to listen to us anywhere on any of those podcast apps, you can also make sure to give us five stars, leave a bit of a nice comment, any bit of feedback you can give us at all. We're all about trying to push. Push. We want more people to listen to us. And uh, so, yeah, anything you can do, bring a friend. Bring three friends. Bring their friends. Bring everybody. That's uh, so all one big, lovely Saudi party. <laughs> I'm going to hit stop on that because I have to find a way to fade it out live, which the stupid thing won't let me do. Um, Nick is saying Dominion is this Sunday. Oh, fuckity balls, God. it is. Oh, sweet. Watch it live. What time is it live, I wonder? I'm fucking working nights. Ugh. It's probably like 8 a.m. Sunday morning time. Also, it won't be Monday morning. It'll be Sunday morning. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they normally kick off, what, 10 or 11 in the morning our time? Yeah. But I wonder, is it Monday and not Sunday? No, it's definitely Sunday morning. Saturday yeah, Sunday. Sunday morning. Is it, yeah? 100%, yeah. They never do Sunday night shows on isolation. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's obviously going to be Dragon Lee versus the winner of the Best of Super Juniors. Um, well, we'll have Tai Chi versus Ishii for the Never Open Weight. Ishii. I think. So I believe we read somewhere. Who's uh, fighting for the big one? Oh yeah, Chris Jericho, baby. Yeah, Jericho baby. versus Okada. Alpha, baby. 
Yeah. And uh, we have Abushi Naito. Oh, baby. Um, do we do predictions or do we leave it for uh, for the Friday night show? Because we're an hour 44 here. Uh, Gordo's got to get grub, so uh, I... Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, o- Okada to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it would make it very, very interesting if Jericho oh, won the uh, IWGP uh, heavyweight uh, uh, title. Uh, uh, Liger versus Suzuki announced today. What? Oh my days! <laughs> Baby, I must say it was very odd seeing in this. There's a spot in the match where they brawl across the table, right? Um, Airmuffs, Nick. We already spoiled the result, but we won't spoil it here, okay? Uh, you've Liger on commentary, and you see Dean Ambrose and C.J. Parker brawling beside Liger. It's very funny. It's just an odd shot, but. <laughs> You're all clear, Nick. <clears throat> There's no spoiler, don't worry. It was just a, a, a spot in there, an odd thing that I noticed, but anyway. Oh, God. Anything else to say? Uh, I wish there was a state we could go to. A state? Yeah. Fitz, can you think of a state or something we could go to? So I says to Mabel, if you kick me out of this car, I will walk all the way to Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> 